Okay, Rabbi Sai, um, we are Tezzayin on the base, the last of the narrow lines near the bottom. Rabbi Loza. The last of the narrow lines, Rabbi Loza, yeah? Yeah. Okay, everyone got it? Yeah. Rabbi Loza. Right. Now, what we are talking about is um, like this. After Shemanesra, after the quiet Shemanesra, the Tanoim brought it, said their own private fillers. And now we're going to say what these private fillers were. We will see oh, that some of these fillers are incorporated in our davening. Okay, so let's start off Rabbalozza, yeah? Rabbalozza, Bosadam Asim Salute. Rabbalozza, when he finished his Shman Esra, Omahochi, he said as follows, Yerosim Mufanecha, Hashem Melekeinu, may it be the will of Hashem, Shetashkein Bepureinu, that he caused to dwell Bepureinu in our lots, like the word Purim, Ava V'achva V'sholom V'reil, translated, Ava's love, Achva, brotherhood, Sholom, peace, V'reil, friendship, we should have many Tamidim. And call that end to prosper with a future and a hope. Rashi says, this means may our future be good and we should see everything that we've hoped for. And put our chalak, our portion in Ganadin. And establish us a good friend, the Yetzatayv, and a, a, a Yetzatayv, a good inclination by Lamech on your world. The Nashkin, we should get up in the morning, the Nimsa Yichul of Avenu, when we get up in the morning, we should find a heart yearning, Lira Shemecha, to fear your name. And may our need come before you for the good. Now the uh, Rashi says, what does the Nashkim get up in the morning? Why after in the morning should everything be good? Because he says like this, let the, it's, if, if, at night you might have impure thoughts, right? In order that you shouldn't carry out those thoughts at, uh, during the day, that, that, that's what the word Nashkim means. When we get up, even if we've had sort of impure thoughts in the night, we get up in the morning, we should have sort of forgotten about them and get on with serving Hashem. Okay. Rabbi Yochanan Boston the time to lie on the hockey. Rabbi Yochanan said the following after Shimon Ezra. Yerotsam of Anach Hashem Elakeinu may be the will she totsut v'voshtenu that you look upon our shame. In other words, what? our shame, our shunder, our shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our shame. Look at our shame. Look, yeah. Look at our shame. We'll see in a minute what this means. But in other words, we are shamed. We're embarrassed because of all the avarice we've done. So take that into account, the fact that we're sorry about it, we're embarrassed. Because some people might do Averus and they don't even care, they're not embarrassed that they've done Averus. At least we're embarrassed. We learned this in the first Peric. You remember that, uh, who, who was it? Somebody, um, he didn't, Shoal, Shoal, he didn't, he, with the Urim, he didn't mention the Urim Tom because he was embarrassed. So, to be embarrassed is a Madrega, because it really, you know, you acknowledge that you do done wrong. The Tabit brought Seinu, and see our, our, what's happening to us, bad things, as Labish Rachamecho, and uh, 
treat us with rachamim, with mercy, and be strong for us, and be kind to us, and be gracious to us, and may you be good to us, and may uh, you act in a sort of anivistic way, humble way. Now, the um, Mashor explains when it says, you look upon our shame, either refers to the fact that we're in Golas, or it means the shame because of our virus. Okay. Rebzeira Bosom Assigned Slice on Mahaka. Rebzeira says as follows. May be the will of Hashem. We shouldn't do any of our virus. Nor should we be ashamed or disgraced. May Avoseinu from our fathers. Now, simple pshat would be that perhaps our fathers in Shemaim can see us, so we shouldn't be embarrassed in front of our fathers. The I saw the the, the um, Mesiftashah. I saw gives a, gives another pshat. He says like this. The Gemara, I think, in Sanhedrin says as follows. There's two psukim which are contradictory to one another. One says, La yumsu bonim alovas. That means if others, parents do our veras, the son is not punished for them. But another prophet says, Paked avan ovas abonim. That the children do punish. For generations. Yeah. yeah. So, so the Gemara answers, Kamba oxen master yodayim, kancha ain oxen master yodayim. If the father's a Rosha and the son continues in their father's way, he acts as a Rosha, then the Kodesh will even punish the children on behalf of the father. Even what the Avera that the father did will be punished on the children. So, he, so we're saying here, if that is the case, for Tovah of Anachah, sorry, we're saying, we are trying to be good, and therefore we shouldn't be punished on behalf of what our father's doing because if, if our father was a, a Rosha but we are good then we won't be punished on the account of the Averus which our father did so that's why it says we shouldn't be punished for our father because we're trying to, to, be, to be better that Torah should be our occupation, our hearts shouldn't be pained, and our eyes should not be dimmed. I suppose it, it, the point is like this, our eyes shouldn't be dimmed, because, our hearts shouldn't be pained, because if we have problems, that will stop us from the learning. Rav said as follows, in his Esri, he said as follows, may it be the will of Hashem, should have long lives and Rav lived he was, lived for 300 years sure right. uh, Rav yeah. he lived for 300 years yeah so uh, what yeah, this is what I, I they, heard this heard this on I the tape the old age stopped in times of um, I don't know but it, it, that's what he said on the, on the tape I don't know whether he bought from a medrash or whatever I don't know but where it comes from I don't know they that Chaim Aruchim, he was, he, you know, he, he dubbed for Chaim Aruchim and he got it. And you will, you will recognize what we're going to say now, very familiar. Chaim Aruchim, long life, Chaim Shalom, life of peace, Chaim Shalom, life of goodness, Chaim Shalom, Brocha, Chaim Shalom, Panosa, Chaim Shalom, Chilat Tathomas, means a life of physical health. Very, very important. You should be healthy. You should be healthy, you should have no, uh, nothing that needs a refuah. 
Chaim Shem Ba'im Yirat Chait, a lie from which there should be Yirat fields of Averus. Chaim Shem Ba'im Busha Chlima, a lie where there should be no shame, no humiliation. Chaim Shalai Shavachovah, a life of Aisha, of wealth, covered and honor. Chaim Shalai Shavachovah, a life which we have a love of Torah and Yerushalayim and the fear of heaven. Chaim Shem Tamale Lonoeth Kol Mishalas Libenu Lataiva. A life in which you, Akhachbochu, should fulfill for all of our heart desires for the good. So the answer, Kasha, as follows. Why, why, does it, why do we have to say Latoiva for the good? That you will fulfill all our heart's desires, whatever we want. So the reason, unfortunately, so what's wrong with saying Latoiva for good? Yeah, but, why do you need, no, but why do you need to say it? If we want, we want something, yeah, we want something, so let's, let, let's why, have it. I'll tell you why. Because very often it's famous that Hashem gives you bad things which oh. you don't realize oh. they're bad, but oh. in the end oh. they're good. That's the answer. Because yeah. a person may want something he thinks it's good, oh. but in reality it's not good for him. So, so Rav is davening that only the requests that Hashem knows are good, that, that, that's what, what the word looks like. What does it say in the Chukhaisa and the that Hashem should run after you from yeah, brachas, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then even if they're not good, you don't think they're good. Yeah, vol kola brachas are either a hizzi Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, so that's the idea of taiva. Now, interestingly enough, and it's, we know, obviously, this is a Rashadish benching, it says, Chaim sheyesh behem yirat chait. But in our version, when we say Rishchidosh Benishim, we also say Chaim Sheyesh Behem Yerushalayim Yerushchayim. And in fact, you notice we say Yerushalayim twice. We say Chaim Sheyesh Behem Yerushalayim Yerushchayim. And then we carry on towards the end. Chaim Sheyesh Behem Yerushalayim again. Why do you need Yerushalayim a second time? The answer is because in between is Chaim Shal Oshav If you have a Chaim Shal Oshav sometimes Yerushalayim goes out the window. Oshav covered uh, a person can do what he wants, he covered everyone, is bowing down to him, sort of thing. So he thinks, it's all me, and he forgets it's really Hashem running the world. As, as, we, saw, uh, as we saw with Sir Philip Green, he had to <laughs> come down in the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so that, that's why it says Yerushalayim twice. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. He doesn't actually say B'schus Tfilos Rav, but there is obviously a B'schus Tfilos Rav. And um, I saw somewhere written that, you know, some people say B'schus Tfilos Rabim, and they think that's a mistake, because Tfilos Rav means a lot of people saying it, and then Rabim was... Good. Oh no 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 no! Wait a minute. B'schus tefillas rav, right? Some people say is a tefillah of rav because this is the, the, the rav used yeah, to make this, yeah. But I, wait a minute. What did he? Uh, no, he doesn't say here. I, I I saw something. I can't remember now where I saw it. That people say b'schus tefillah. Either it should be rabim or it should be rav. I don't know. So b'schus tefillas rav could mean. B'schus the tefillah of Rav because Rav made this made this tefillah. Yeah, but what do we say here? We say tefillah of Rav or tefillah of Rav. Don't say it at all. Okay. I have to have a look. I definitely did see something about it. B'schus tefillah something. They say it's a printing mistake. B'schus tefillah Rabim. Yeah. Okay. Rebbe. 
Both of Sulisa Malchai, after Shemesri, to say as follows, also very familiar, we'll see. Yerotzim Afanech Hashem Elakeinu Elakeinu Vaseinu Shetatzileinu You should save us me'azer ponim from chutzpahic people or me'azer ponim from the trait that we shouldn't be. We shouldn't be chutzpahic. And Rashi actually says an interesting thing. Or me'azer ponim Shloyetziolai Laz Mamzeirus Rebbe davened that they shouldn't sort of spread false rumors about Rebbe that he's a mamza. Because if a person has chutzpah, it says the Gemara says in, in, in Kedushin that if a Kayan is um, chutzpahic, yeah, then you've got to check his diarist, his lineage, because that's a, that's a sign of, of, of Mamzerus. So why Rebbe should say that, I don't know, it doesn't say anywhere that Rebbe was a Kayan. A cholol, something like that, yeah, yeah. So, any case, Shatatalim Azaponim, Azaponim, Odom Rav, a bad man, me Pega Rav, me evil mishap, me Yetzaharav, me Yetzahara, me Chovarav, me evil companion, me Shochan Rav, me bad neighbor, and me Sotna Mashkis, the Sotan who's there to destroy, destroy you, he says that from a spiritual point of view, and we didn't kosher, and we bowed in kosher, from a harsh judgment, and we bowed in kosher, a harsh opponent in court. Ben Shuv whether he's a Yid, Ben Shuv Embraced, whether he's not a Yid. Now this is interesting. He says, For Afakafta Kaimit Kutsutse Aleja Rebbe. And Rebbe said this filler, even though there were guards constantly, he had top security. He had, there were guards around him. Yeah, Rebbe. Because, you know, Rebbe was friendly with the Emperor Antoninus. And Antoninus made sure that Rebbe was always protected by bodyguards. Right? It's in, 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 in the news at the moment, they say that uh, Trump, he's the first president who his wife and son are not living in the White House. So they're living in Trump Tower in the middle of New York, and it's costing the security, it's costing half a million dollars a day. <laughs> and they say, yeah, and there's 200 policemen there, and, 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 and Trump should pay for it. You see? So Rebbe also, he had all these dollars. He, he had all these security around him and nevertheless he's still davened for all these things that he shouldn't have a shochen ra a pekah ra or no, no bad things well, should why happen. should security Be- help that? no because security would, would, would well, help right bad, uh, no it, it, it will hand. no if he's being guarded then it's much harder for a chover ra a shochen ra or dinkosh or all these things to come to him he's being protected the whole time the answer is because he realised the real true you can have as many guards as you want Absolutely. the true protection only comes from Hashem so he said these fillers, even though he was constantly guarded, and he, 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 he was protected, but what he wanted was, he wanted Hashem's protection. Rav Safra Rav Safra said as follows, after his Shemonesra prayer, He should make peace. In the assembly in heaven, and in the assembly down below. Says Rashi, Rashi says like this: When there is a machlokes in Shemayim between the angel of one nation and the angel of another nation, immediately there becomes a war or an argument between those nations down on earth. Mm. So that's sharp for Pamalishul or for Pamalishul Mata. Why? Why? Do we, what do we have to worry about what goes on in heaven? Because it's going to affect us in earth. That's what Rashi says. 
Ubeina Tamidim Aiskmitarasecha and there should be Sholom also between the Tamidim who learning Torah. Bein Aiskinishma, whether they learn Lishma, for its own sake, Bein Aiskinishma, not for its own sake. Bechol Aiskinishma, and all those who learn Torah Shalishma, he rotsin shi Aiskinishma. May it be your will that they should learn Lishma, as we say, Matar Shalishma, Bolishma. Now somebody might be learning, we'll have them tomorrow soon, so if somebody is just learning that he, in order that he should be, get honoured. That's called Shalai Lishma. Lishma means you're learning it because it's Hashem's Torah and he wants you to learn. That's it. But if you learn it for ulterior motives, it's Shalai Lishma. But Mitzah Shalai Lishma, Bolishma, that's what we're saying. Rabbi Alexandri Bosselai Samahach, Rabbi Alexandri said after his Shemanesra, Yehirotham of Fanech Hashem, Melekeinu, Shetami Deinu, Bekeren Ayri, should put us in a corner which is lit up, but Al Tami Deinu, Bekeren Chashechon. Don't put us in a dark corner. We're talking here referring to Golas. Val Yizveli Beinu, let not our hearts be paid by the Ashachon, Neinu, or our eyes being dimmed. This is all things which is, is happening because, because of Golas, as the Mashal says. Others say that it wasn't Rabbi Alexandri who said that broch, who said that tefillah, but it was Rabbi Amnona. Rabbi Alexandri bought some but so what was Rabbi Alexandri's tefillah? He had a different one, and it was as follows: Ribbon Oilam, master of the world, God of your daughter for it's revealed and it's known before you. Shiritz Haneinu Lachzirutz Hanecho, that we want to do your will, we want to do everything. What stops us doing it? So I should be ether. So Ayashabi Isa means the yeast in the dough. So what does that actually mean? Rashi explains. It means the yeast are in our hearts. So what's Ayashabi Isa? The same way that yeast, if you put yeast into a dough, it agitates it, it moves it, makes it rise. So as well, the, our yeast incites us and agitates us to do bad things. So in other words, saying we want to do it, but Ayashabi Isa, Yetzara gets the better of us. And similarly with Shivad Malchus, if we are subjects, we live in Golos, and we're under the, the rule of dictators who don't let us do our mitzvahs, etc., as, you know, wasn't the bounds of a communist, etc., so that also stops us doing the mitzvahs. That you should save us from their hands, that we return to do your will with a complete heart. He said, I think the Chobos Chaim said, that the, the, the communism it, it started when? in 1916, 1917 I think 1922 1922 was a revolution but for four years there was a civil war and then yeah. 1922 Lenin was officially adopted as the communist party leader <laughs> Union of the Soviet Socialist Republic very good <laughs> <laughs> yeah very good anyway so he said it will last 70 years time said Chavos Chaim said that communism will last 70 years and Kachavot, that, that, that's really? exactly what it was. Chavos Chaim said. Apparently, and the same, if you take 1922, you take... Uh, 1922, it started to kill that thing, right? Yeah, that's exactly... 1917 yeah. was actual revolution, yeah. but for four years there was a civil war. Yeah. And in 1922, the Union of Soviet Socialists... That's, that's the right revolution, in the, in the, which I've been to, St. Petersburg and Petersburg Palace. In 1989, 
I forget now for a second his name. Sucks. Hillel Sucks. Correct. Yeah. He he came to my house once. He was nifted only about a year ago. Perhaps in the last two couple of years. He, pardon? His his mother was the youngest. Yeah. His mother mother was the youngest daughter of the Chavis Chaim. Wow. So I said, I asked him, I said, is it true that the Chovetz Chaim, the Chovetz Chaim died in 1933. I said, is it true that he predicted the Holocaust? He said, look, he says, he was a very modest man. He wasn't interested in blowing up stories and all that. He says, yeah, one tells lots of stories. I can only tell you what my mother told me. He said, my mother told me two things. One thing was that that, in other words, I can only tell you what my mother told me that her father, Hotzheimer, told her. One thing was that the, set, the First World War, which also millions of people died, will be a kinderspiel compared to what the Second World War will be. That, Rehillel Zatz's mother told him that Hotzheimer that. And the second thing was that in 1939, the Hotzheimer appeared to his daughter in a dream and told her, told her, get away from here. The, 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 the ground is burning. And she ran away and, and that saved her life. He told me these two things he actually heard from his mother. He said, there's plenty of other stories you hear. I can't confirm whether it's true or not. I don't know. But these two things I can tell you. I was very impressed with him, the, the way he said that. Because, you know, he could, he could have made a whole thing of it. He didn't. He just told what, what, what he knew. Right. Robert Bosser Slice on my heart. Robert. Yeah, where? Just the, the first wide line. Robert Bosser Slice on my heart. Robert, after Yishmanesha said as follows, the Lakai. Hashem. Achalona Saiti Enikadai. Before I was formed, before I was created, I was unworthy of being formed. So, what's shut? So the Mashal explains very interesting. He says the Gemara is, is in, in Erevin tells us Beisila and Beishamai, they were decided whether it was better that a, a person should be born or not. And they came to the conclusion it would have been better for a man not to have been created. So it explains the Mashal why. How many, there's 248 positive mitzvahs and 365 lighter says negative mitzvahs. So had you not been born, you would not have been over the majority of the Torah. Since 365 is the majority, so if you're born, the chances are that you could be over the Lavim. If you're not born, the majority of the Torah, you're not over. So that's what that... So that's what it says, Asher lo yinatsayati eina kadai. Va'achshof shenatsayati ke'ila lo And now that I have been formed, I'm still unworthy because as if I've not been formed. Why? Because now that I have been created in order to cleanse the Marshall, in order to keep the mitzvahs I say, I don't keep them either properly. So that's pshat. But after Shonafati, now that Hashem is trying to create me, ki'il alone authority. Ofani b'chaya, I'm dust in my life, kavachoyme b'misosi, certainly when I'm a die. Hare anila fanecho kechlimole busho chlimo. Before you, I'm like a vessel filled with shame. Humiliation, you're also Mufanech Hashem Lakai, Shloy Echta Oid, I won't sin again, or Mashechotosilafanech, but what I have done are various before you, Morik Varachamecha Rabim, please get rid of it with Rachmim, Avaloy Lidei Yisurim Echloim Roim. 
but not through Yisurim suffering, the Chaloim Royim, or bad, serious illnesses. And this, this filler was the, the video which Rabbi Amnunah said on Yom Kippur. And as we know, we now say this after Al Khait. So this was the, what Robert said, talking about whether, whether one should be born or not. I just bring this because last night I had to go to some dinner, some charity dinner, no I'm school. And, and uh, Lord Winston was interviewed. Good. Lord Winston, he, uh, he was the, the, the father of IVF. IVF, IVF is never when people can't have children. So you go to have IVF and they take the, the, the sort of egg out of the mother and the sperm of the father and they, you know, the thing. So he was telling a story. So when they first started, they, they managed to find something. He said a molecule from the mother, and they'd be in, and they'd put in a test tube. His, his, not him, but his a fellow who he was working with had it in a test tube, and they'd been working on it for hours and hours and hours, and he'd completely lost track of the time. So Lord Winston said to this fellow, "Tell me what's the time now?" So he went like this. He looked at his watch, no. and the tube, and it fell, and, and the <laughs> it fell out the tube. He had the tube in his hand, this fellow, yeah. and the fellow says, what, what is the time? <laughs> he turned to look at the time and it fell out the tube. Oh, like anyway, he says, in any case, Baruch Shem, he said, they managed to find another molecule. And Baruch Shem, the woman became pregnant from this. And then he said he met her in Golders Green in a shop a few years later with a child. And he said he didn't have the heart to tell her that this child could have been a twin. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah, because they lost the thing. And he goes, that's, that's, good, good that's just by the by. Mab, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. it good? Yeah. Mabre Dravina, Kevin, the time to lose. Funny, Harder was sitting next, my wife was sitting next to me, and she was hanging on every word because she's a, a labour coach. But then he's a lord, so he sits in the House of Lords, so they started talking about the Brexit. The minute they started talking about that, my wife fell fast asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Marbre Ravina, when Marbre Ravina, he completed the Shemana Esra player, he said, and this is actually what we say, Omahochi, he said as follows, it's interesting that out of all these fillers, how the Anshakes Sagdaila decided that this was the one. Alakai, my God, Nasila Shani Mero, guard my tongue from evil, but my lips from speaking deceitfully. Right, because here what it means, what deceitful means, what you're saying seems to be good. But it all depends what the intention of the person who's saying it, what his motive is. Those people who are cursing me, let my soul be silent, don't answer. And let my soul be like dust to everybody. I remember once Joe wrote, Joe Lobenstein right, right, wrote in his here and there column that... Um, he was sitting in an organization, he was sitting next to Rabbi Munk. And there's some people stood up and said not nice things about Rabbi Munk. So Joe said to him, are you going to accept what, you know, chutzpah, what, they, what they're saying? So he wrote here, he wrote on a piece of paper, my, Let my soul be like dust to everybody. He was on a very high madrega. Open my heart to your Torah, and let my soul pursue your mitzvahs for tatsi lenu and pegara 
and save me from any evil mishaps. Sorry, yeah. Sorry? Yeah. from the Yetzirah, from the Isharah, that we don't say in, in the... Uh, why? I don't know why the Chazal decided what's in it. When we call Ra from the Shrugish Lob al and from all any evil things that should happen to come to this world, the Chalachashim al anyone who has got, um, who's thinking of doing bad to me, Meherahof al Tzotom, sort of cancel their thoughts, the Kalkan Machshavaisam, disrupt what their thinking is, yield the rot and imrefi, may the expressions of my mouth, the Hegel Libby, the thoughts of my heart, the Fonecha Hashem Tzuri They should find favor before you. Hashem Tzuri V'gayli. Hashem is my rock and my redeemer. Now we say another thing. You said here that this is the one. It's Tzuri Yeah. But the previous one, you say no Yeah. So I mean, it's not only this. And Yeah, and Yeah. So I'm saying, so some of these were taken for different things, you know. So the Anshe Kassel who did the to arrange the tefillah must have decided which ones to take, which in is way, most suitable. In the way you can say Lekhine Tzor yeah. is against the Ein Horror, that nobody should uh, feel bad thoughts about me, which yeah. is connected to Ein Horror. No, yeah, you yeah. Can say that. Yeah. yeah, but Vinachli is only this year, which is too exciting in the Hadochah. The previous one is not. Yeah. Yeah, but we still use it for various fillers. We okay. use it for a Shkodesh benching and, and Yom Kippur. Yeah. Okay. Now we now we talk about tefillahs. Not uh, um, a tefillah. See, all these tefillahs that these Tanoim said, it seems they must have said it every day, or after every Shemun Esra. Both of the say after they're quite Shemun Esra, they said the following. Now we have a case of Rav Sheshesh who said something, but he only said it on the Talmud. What was it? Bosa the Masalit on the After he said Shemun Esra on the Talmud, he said as follows: Ribbon Elamim, Ribbon Shalom. Golod of Fonechot revealed before his Mansion Beis Hamikdash came at the time that when the Beis Hamikdash stood, Adam Chayta Makriv Kavim. The person who did not there, he would offer a Kavim, either Chatos or Osher. The Eimak Kribim Mimenu Elachalbavadoma. Not the whole animal was offered, that is only with an oil that was completely burnt, but with the Chasasar Osham, it was just the Chalev, the fat, the Doma and its blood. With Kapalot. And that way a person got Kapori, got forgiveness for the Avera that he had done. For Achshav Yashanti Patanis, now the Beth Amigdish is no longer a Kaim. I've, I've fasted, Vinismat, Chalbi Vadomi. And my own fat of my body, my blood has been diminished. It's, been, it's, le- it's gone away a little bit by fasting. You wrote some of therefore may be a wheelchair. Hey, chobi v'domish and ismite. That because of my fat and my blood that are diminished, ke'ilu he crafted v'lavanecha gabi mizbeach. As if I had offered them upon you mizbeach, v'tzutzeni, and you should show me favor. In other words, what he was saying was that the when you fast it sort of, as it were, takes away a bit of fat or takes away a bit of blood so that should be like the fat and blood that was offered on the Mizbeach which offered a kapora for anybody who, who needed, who, who had done an Avera so with that we finish the fillers that were said after Shemana Esra ok 
just go a little bit a little bit further as follows Rabbi Yochanan came a fine sifra to Eiv. When Rabbi Yochanan finished learning the book of Eiv, he said as follows: Five Adam Lomos. A man's end to, is to die. As Danny always says, no one gets out of this world alive. The five behemoth of Shrita, the end of an animal is Shrita. But Kolamisa Everyone dies eventually. Ashrei me, but the point is like this: as Rabbi Pesach Krohn once said, it's what you do with a dash. You know, it says a person lived from 1900 till till till, till two th- from 1900 to 2000 to 2000 from 1900 dash 2000. It's what you do in the dash, or as he said, it's what you do in the dash. In other words, it's what you do in the time that you are alive. Everyone's going to die. So Asher Misha Gadol Batayra, fortunately, is the one who grew in Torah, Vamola Batayra, and who, who, who worked hard at Torah. Vaosanachas Ruach Liyotzerai, and he gives pleasure to his Creator. Vagadol B'Shem Tov, and he grew up with a good reputation. Vagadol B'Shem Tov, Vanifta B'Shem Tov in Eilam, and also when he died, he left a good name, good reputation. Vaolav Amar Shlomo, and this is what Shlomo Melach says: In Kehelas, Tov Shem Mishem and Tov, a good name is better than good oil. And the day of death is better than the day of birth. Why? When the day of the birth, you've done nothing, you haven't achieved anything. When a person dies after a lifetime of, of, of hopefully doing mitzvahs and and etc., then he's retained a reputation. So the, the, the um, Rashi explains, what does it mean when he finished the Sefer of Eos? He said this. I mean, the message was, that you should do the good things while you're alive and you can leave a good, a good name and good reputation. The reason is because when Eov died, he died with a good reputation. He died with a Shem Tov, so therefore he thought that's the right time to explain that, about di- uh, that everyone will die and they should do sort of good while they can, they should be left with a good reputation. Magla Pumid Reb the Magla Bapume means it was regular from his mouth. In other words, he always used to say the following. Rabmeah. And Kshmochu tells us, learn with all your heart and with all your soul, to know my ways. And to spend time learning Torah. Guard my Torah in your heart. And let my fear be before your eyes. Guard your mouth from all averus, but tie the kaddish atzmachom and kalashma of oven, and you should purify yourself. The kaddish atzmachom, make yourself holy, sanctify yourself. The kalashma of oven from any averus, but ani eya imchol b'chomokam, and I will be with you in every place. Magla b'pumad rabbanon de yavne. The rabbanon of yavne used to say the following: ani bria v'chaveru bria. I, who is who is engaged in learning Torah. I'm a birria, means I'm a creature, I'm a person. The Haveri birria. And my friend, who may be an Amoret, who's not such a sort of Tamakokom and a learner, he's also a birria. Ani malachti birria, who malachti basada. My work is in the city, in other words, I, learn, I sit down and learn in the base of Medrash, and his work is in the field, he's a farmer. Ani maskim le malachti, who malachti le malachti. I get up early for my work. And he gets up early for his work. Just as he doesn't want to do my work, right? 
why? Because he's not fit, he's not Tamakokam, he's unable, he hasn't had the opportunity to learn, etc. So he can just do, he can be a farmer. I don't want to do what he does. The Shema Taima Patsy will say that he's correct, the farmer is correct not wanting to learn Taira because Ani Mamit. When I learn, the Tamachokam is saying, when I learn, I'm able to learn proper Peshat, understand what I'm doing. But the farmer who hasn't had the opportunity of learning, if he takes a, a Gemara or Mishnah or whatever it is, he won't understand it. So, so he's right. So what's the point of him taking a slave and learning? If you say that, that's, that's incorrect. That's not correct. Because Shonini, we've learned, Echod Hamarba Echod Hamamit. Both somebody who does a lot and somebody who does a little, they get the equal schah, provided your machavan Where do we learn this from? When it comes to the korbonus, whether it's an animal, or whether it's not as hosher as an animal, it's a bird, or even if you can't afford a bird, you bring flour, with all of them, it says, reach nichayach Hashem, a beautiful smell to Hashem. Hashem doesn't make any difference what it is. It's not a matter of sort of how much money is spent on it. Well, the person is Machavan and he wants to bring a carbon to Hashem. It doesn't matter how much is spent on it, how grand it is. It depends that his Kavana was to Hashem. So he's saying like this as well. When it comes to learning, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be a Moshe Feinstein to say, listen, I can't learn like he can. There's no point in me learning. Everyone can learn on their Madrega and Hashem accepts it. As long as the kavana is the right thing. Okay, um, we'll do one more. Magra bepumidi abaya. There was a uh, abaya used to say la A person should always be cunning in the fear of God, meaning he should devise every cunning way to defeat the yetsahora. Cunning means. Um, be clever. Be clever to find ways to defeat the Yetzirah. Second of all, he used to say, Mane rach A gentle reply turns away anger. In other words, a person who's angry, if you shout back at him, it's not going to help. You'll both be shouting at each other and nothing will be achieved. If you answer quietly and gently, you give a sort of a, a, a clever answer, that will calm the person down. You should always have peace with his brothers, with his, with his mishpocha, with every person. Even with a guy in the street. In order to be beloved by Hashem, and also beloved below him, and he'll be accepted by all men. As we say in Pekah Ovas, in other words, if people like him, then Hashem likes him as well. And just the last bit, they said about Rabbi Yochanan, that no one ever, because he says, you should say hello before the other person says hello. No one ever greeted him first. Even a guy in the street, he greeted him before. It's, it's, it's interesting, I, I heard a story once, this is a true story because I heard it from more or less Kaylee Rishan. There was a certain Rob went to uh, 
check out the kashras at a reception or something like that before while they were sort of busy preparing it and next day this Rav met the woman and said to the woman who had been working there and said I'm really sorry that I didn't greet you I thought you were a guy <laughs> so she said so she said to him and if I would have been a guy so what you couldn't have greeted me so that, that, that's a story I happen to know but then there are also these other stories that you know one heard that, that there was a, a, a year or two before the Nazi times always used to say good morning good morning Herr Khan or whoever whatever his name was and then and then in the end he was queuing up there in the concentration camp this person who he had said good morning to was in charge and he said, good morning, and he recognized him that this was the person who had greeted him every day, and, uh, you know, his life was saved as a result of that. That's one of the stories you can read in the book, I don't know if it's true or not, but, you know, it shows. But then there's another famous story, which I've heard on many occasions, it's probably true, that once, there was, I think this was in Argentina, there was a, um, a factory, and it had a lot of freezers. And there was a security man he had to lock up at night and he was ready to lock up but you know he, everybody you know he, he wasn't sure if there was somebody still there or not somebody said to him look we've checked it through there's nobody left in the building anymore you can lock up he says no I think there must be somebody still left there they said how do you know he says because there's a certain person that every time he used to come in in the morning he used to say good morning and when he went in the evening, he used to say good evening to me. Now, I remember him saying good morning to me this morning. I don't remember him saying good evening. And they found out, they went, and they looked and looked and looked. In the end, they opened one of the freezers, and he was nearly dead. He was completely frozen. And that saved, that good evening, good, good morning, good evening. I feel an offer, you shook. That saved his life. Beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, press the stop.